you know, everybody wants to create buzz and have a campaign go viral, but it's not so easy to do. So I spoke with an expert, Natalie Staub from Rad. She is Rad and she shares exactly how to create an influencer marketing campaign that can really blow things up within your niche, make you go viral and get you where you need to be. You're going to really like this one. Welcome to Sastery in the Making, the podcast that features the people who made the software world what it is today and the leaders who are shaping the future of technology. Here's your host, Matt Wallach. Yes, welcome. I am Matt. I am your host. This is Sastery in the Making. I am really excited to have you here. Thank you very much for coming. If you're watching on YouTube, thanks for watching. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much for listening. This is going to be a good show, and I am excited for this one. I'd like to introduce you to Natalie Staub. Natalie, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing great also. Let me tell everybody about you, Natalie. Natalie is the co-founder, and she's the CMO at Rad. And Rad is an e-commerce technology that boosts influencer and customer UGC via live and data-driven story reviews. It's incredible what they're doing over there. She also is a digital marketing and social media senior lecturer and program leader at Middlesex University. So when it comes to marketing, when it comes to growth, Natalie absolutely knows her stuff. So once again, Natalie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. For sure. So please tell me what's going on with you lately and what's coming up. Okay, so... First of all, I like this question because we're going straight into the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so on a personal level, which is what I'd like to start, because when you go through things on a personal level, it also expands onto business. So on a personal level, I feel that I'm at a stage where I'm really exploring the unknown. And I usually have a plan and I usually kind of know where I'm going. And for what reason? But this time I want to delve into an area even beyond my vision, beyond my imagination and what I envisioned for myself. So it's removing labels, it's breaking the mold, and it's walking into the unknown. It's scary, I'm not gonna lie, because um, I'm a type of person who needs to see, needs to know, needs to have a plan, but I'm just having faith. And I say one foot in front of another, and the right destination, as long as I'm aligning myself to my intuition, I will get to my highest point. So this is where I'm at personally. And professionally at RAD, we have been pretty much doing the same thing. We are breaking the mold and we have been working full speed on product innovation, product development and collaborations. And some really exciting projects that I can share with you are huge collaborations that we're doing with large TV celebrities and social influencers and brands here in the UK and internationally. We have a feature which are the live casts. And this is where we host influencer-led live shopping sprees on a brand's website. And we've got one collaboration that I can speak about. It's Vicky Patterson with nearly 5 million social media followers. She'll be wow. doing a web takeover for a large cosmetics brand, very forward-thinking cosmetics brand, Barry M. And she'll be inviting her social followers to join her 
on a live shopping spree. She'll be doing her latest looks. She'll be applying makeup. She'll be engaging directly with the, with her followers. And it's just an opportunity to create an exciting shopping experience and a brand community as well. Cause it's just highly engaging experience for the brand. Yeah, no kidding. That sounds amazing. So how did you get into this? How did you realize that there was a need for this? Where did Rad come to be? You know, look, myself and the co-founders worked in the e-commerce industry and consulted in the e-commerce industry for a very long time, you know, maybe close to two decades, but I don't want to give away my age. So let's just uh, keep it at that. But through working in the industry very closely, we understood what the pain points are. We knew and everybody knows that the future is e-commerce. You know, the pandemic has really accelerated the process by another decade, but we knew that's where the market is going. But we also knew that e-commerce is not really meeting its full potential technologically. And some of the pain points for brands is how do we bring the in-store experience online? about you Matt I love shopping I hope my husband doesn't watch this podcast you know I try to keep the shopping bags at the door and when he's asleep I take it upstairs but that in-store experience and excitement you can connect with a brand you listen to the music you look at other shoppers you know picking up the dress that you looked at and you were like you know what if this bee is looking at it I'm gonna buy it you know it's like this social influence that is irreplaceable and how can you bring that online because the minute that you go online it's like a completely different brand story and furthermore we know that brands understand the importance of influencer marketing of user generated content letting your own customers create content for you but brands just didn't have the capacity and the resources to generate enough of this rich video content and this is where we came in and we said well hold on a minute Post-purchase, don't just ask your customers to leave a review and upload some photos. Get your customers on video. I mean, there are people that are creating content from morning till night on their social platforms. Do it for you. Get your customers in front of a video and show your latest products and your latest services and how they feel about it and get them to put it on and show it what it looks like on them. And this is where you're also getting your influencers, not just going on Instagram live, which is great, but do it on your brand's website, drive traffic to your site, get customers to engage with your brand. And this is how this idea was born and how we got into it. That is so cool. I love it. And I can see how passionate you are about it, Natalie. And that's really, really important. Uh, You talked about... You talked about influencer marketing and I love yeah. it, but can you tell us more about influencer marketing and, and how important are influencers in promoting businesses? Yeah. Look, influencer marketing is very important. We've got to remember that it's also nothing new. So I'm sure that, you know, if you work in the area of influencer marketing, you know that even before social media, we all turn to some form of an opinion leader, or opinion former to help us formulate decision making. So we can save time and energy and we can minimize risk. And the perceived risk for a shopper is, am I buying the wrong product? Either because its attributes are not going to be of value to me, or maybe it's not socially accepted. I mean, risk can also be an emotional or psychological risk. And mm-hmm. if allowed you to formulate a decision about a purchase faster. 
but we're the birth of social media. We've got influencers across borders, influencers that we've never met before. And an influencer in the past could have been the butcher, could have been your next door neighbor, could have been your church leader. But now it's people that we don't know. And we turn to them to help formulate opinions and decisions. Influencers are important. They're important for brands for various reasons. One of them is that it allows brands to target a wider audience because you're now able to access the influencer's own social network. Also, if the influencer has very strong brand in their own right through their character, through their values, the brands can borrow these values as their own, or it can help reaffirm and recommunicate the brand's value to the end user. Influencers can also help in the formation of a brand community, especially if it's an influencer that's got very high engagement with their followers and not a type of engagement where, did you like my post? Did you respond to my stories? Did you write comment on my post? But the type of engagement where it's a two-way conversation, a two-way dialogue. And if you use the right influencer for your brand, you can borrow on the same characteristics. I totally agree. It's really powerful when you see that. And I can think in a lot of cases, it creates kind of a buzz and it starts to create a groundswell, something viral. Is that right? Absolutely. Of course it can. I mean, one thing that influencers have is social power. And influencers can create that buzz, can create the excitement because they've got very engaged audience that really have shared, you know, shared values with an influencer. And we do say that the right recipe for the right influencer, they, you know, what is the sweet sauce for the influencer? You know, in the food industry, the sweet sauce is when you're using the right amount of sugar and the right amount of salt right? But for influencer marketing, there's two characteristics that you need for the sweet sauce. And it's inspiration and relatability. The influencer needs to be inspiring because we all want to grow. We don't want to be who we are today. We want to be who we can be tomorrow and the year after. And so we look to find an influencer that allows us growth in one way, whether it's in our health, whether it's in looks, whether it's in our intellect, in confidence, in business, whatever that might be, we see potential of growth. But we also need an influencer that has elements of empathy and humanity and humility that we can resonate with because we need to have relatability, just like brand positioning and it's of the same source. We need to have the same variables in the right influencer. And if the influencer has those variables, and again, highly engaging they can absolutely create the social buzz through their social influence online. Yeah, that, I, I totally agree. I love the relatability aspect of that because yeah. I think that's really important. That's something that I teach my clients. When you're building your brand, make sure that you relate yeah. to your customers. So, so how exactly would somebody do this? They're like, yeah, we need influencers. What exactly are the steps that they take? I mean, obviously working with you guys and what you're doing at RAD makes things really simple. What, what yeah. process do they need to go through? Look, I mean, I can talk the general advice for influencer marketing. And of course, then I'll explain on how we make it easy. But I'd like to kind of give some best practice tips for brands out there. First of all, as a brand, you need to be really sure what your brand values are. What do you stand for? 
And we know that customers are not looking to just buy products and services. Customers want magic. They want a story. And your brand be better be telling story. Story that is consistent with its values. You can't stand as a brand for what you think is now politically correct, for what you think the customers want to hear, because they would very quickly recognize it as a fake story. And you will lose credibility and trust. You need to really stand for something and embed those values in every part of your strategy, your pricing, your product, the way that you employ, the way that you run the company internally, the way that you treat people that work with you, the way that you treat strangers on the street. You've got to hold the same values consistently inside the business and out for you to really have an authentic voice. Once you understand what your business values are, you then need to have an understanding of who your target audience are, of course, because that's how you also align your business values. And you've got to make sure that your influencer is matching in your values, that is able to reaffirm what your brand values are, and that your influencer is able to target geographically and demographically the right audience that you are looking to target or the right markets that you're looking to enter. So you might find an influencer that is massive in the UK that really holds the same and resonates with the same values as you. But if they're serving a, a different market to one that you're looking to target, then obviously there's a mismatch. You're also going to look for an influencer that is not just one with large social following, but one that's got very high engagement. We've mm -hmm. got macro influencers with high number of followers that can't even sell a T-shirt. So engagement is key. And that's the big shift that you see in influencer marketing, where it was all about the macro influencers, which sit very well and appropriately at the top of the marketing funnel. So if you've got a top of the funnel strategy where you're looking to increase awareness, then of course you want to go for an influencer with high number of social followers because they can help in increasing awareness. But it also depends where in the funnel you're looking to hit. If you're ready to in increase interest and conversion, you can opt for a micro or, or a nano influencer where it's becoming more and more popular because they have the highest engagement rate with their target audience. They've got a community that is very close knit, very mm -hmm. minded, and the engagement is really, really high. So because of the credibility and the trust and nano influencers work very well for conversion. So that's how brands would go about identifying which influencers they need to work with, identify your own values, find the influencer that matches that, and see where in the strategy you're looking to hit the funnel to know what size of influencer you want to work with. Now at RAD, we help e-commerce brands be matched with the right influencer for them, and influencers can create content for the brands, and influencers can create uh, live streams, live casts for the brands as an affiliation. So if you don't mm. quite have resources to pay up front for an influencer to hold a live cast for you, the influencer will earn commission. So it's from money that from sales that you make. And so there is kind of lack of, um, of in a way uncertainty, um, for the brands financially when committing with an influencer campaign. So they're kind of like an affiliate, essentially, whatever they send, Correct. whatever they sell. Okay. Exactly. 
And you mentioned micro and, and nano influencers. What levels are those? Like how many followers would somebody like that have? So look, you're looking at the macro influencers, which are the big ones, the big influencers on social media, ranging from 100,000 and above. And the nano influencers can in fact be somebody like you and I with 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers, but of very close-knit community. There's been a big shift over the past three years between macro and then micro, which are the middle ground influencers and the nano influencers. And what brands have identified is that the nano influencers have got the highest engagement rate um, and they're able to really have greater credibility amongst their audience. They might specialize in something specifically. You might have a nano influencer that specializes in SaaS, a nano influencer that specializes in e-commerce and they have more authority in the in in this particular area and so that really helps recommunicate the brand message and have greater impact for the business objectives okay beautiful so if you think about some of the recent prospects and clients who have come to you what would you say natalie are some of the mistakes that they're making before they get started with you in their marketing strategy what are what are they missing that we want to make sure our audience doesn't miss you know, generally speaking, the biggest mistakes that we see around us in a marketing strategy is when companies forgot to go back to basics. And sometimes we can get carried away with creating a really beautiful campaign. It's like, whoa, this is going to blow the socks off. You know, this is beautiful. We've really stretched out. And whoa, look at this product. Look at this new feature. But hold on a minute. The basics is to meet and exceed consumer needs and do it better than your competitors. Absolutely. But are you meeting the needs of consumers? Go back to basics, understand what your customer's pain points are. And even if your product doesn't need to be fancy to meet those pain points, your product is going to have the perfect market fit. And this is really what you want to have longevity in the market. And you've got to do it, you've got to exceed the expectations, you've got to do it better than competitors. But when brands when brands get confused or get carried away, they make it all about them, their campaign, their ideas. And you've got to remember, it's not about you, but it's about the end user, the customer. And it's about adding immense value to the market immense value, continued value. And that's what you've got to be about when you wake up and when you go to sleep. And that's the key. And, and, and it's so simple. And I don't blame anyone for forgetting it. I've got to remind myself that. And it's something that I teach at the university. And I say, listen, guys, you're going to be so caught up in the strategy and in the plan and in the day to day that you're going to forget the basics and never forget it. I don't yet have a tattoo of it, but we'll see. Maybe one day. <laughs> I love that. And I love your, your message of continue to share value. That's something that I yeah. preach as well. So we're very much aligned there. I think it's so critical to make sure that you let your market know I'm here to help. And I okay. want to share value. I want to make sure you get ahead. Of course, doing that is going to lead them to trust you, to believe in you and want more and more help, meaning they're going to want to work with you. So yeah. I completely resonate with that. That's excellently said. I want to go back to what you said right at the beginning, Natalie, you talked right mm -hmm. away about 
your personal life. And I know that you're a mother of four. And so you've got a great career, but you also have a family that you need yeah. to work on and build and you're raising these Absolutely. kids. I love it. So how do you balance your career with your personal life? That's a good question. What I say is that when you do something that you love, it expands you. It doesn't deplete you. And when I'm expanded, I have more to give. I have more to give at home to my kids, to the spouse, to the business, to the friends, to strangers. Because I'm growing, I feel this sense of excitement about life. And excitement creates energy. And then you come home with energy and you greet your family and your children with energy. And, you know, it makes a big difference to when you're coming to see your parent and they've got their eyes are smiling because I feel that I'm growing. I feel that I'm fulfilled and I'm able to offer my kids the same tools and the same gift. And I bless them with the same. I hope I wish for them to have the same. But, you know, at the same time, you have to have balance and balance comes with creating very clear priorities. I know black and white what's important for me and what is not. And so I feel very comfortable saying no, no to things, no to projects, no to commitment that don't serve me value. If they don't serve me value, I cannot give that value. And this particular opportunity should go to someone else who gains value and can give equal value. And by saying no, it means that I'm remaining focused on the things that matter and I'm able to balance work and kids. That's fantastic. I wish I could be better at that myself, but I love that you're saying you need to take the energy from your professional life and apply it at home. Keep that going. And I think that's fantastic. I agree. If those kids see you all bright and happy and enthusiastic, yeah. they're going to feel fantastic too. Absolutely. And it's also vice versa. It's energy that you're getting from, from having loving relationships and you bring that into the business as well. You know, the way that I see it, you just need to Every day, approach everything with a heart full of love and a soul full of, of light. And when you do it, everything, you're grateful for everything. Everything is an opportunity. Everything is just, you see it as a gift and you embrace it and, and you give it everything that you can. And whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's with a stranger, you just approach life full of love. I think that's fantastic. That is some amazing advice and something I need to be better at myself. This has been a lot of fun, Natalie. I've loved hearing about all the different ways that you're helping people, but how can we make sure that they can learn more about you? How shall our audience contact you or learn about you? If you've got any questions for me personally or advice out there that you want to gain, you guys can contact me directly on LinkedIn, Natalie Staub. You'll see my profile there. It's a profile picture with a very yellow background. So it's easy to spot. And of course, if you guys want to follow Rad or you feel that Rad can be helpful in collaboration to your own business, you can find us on radcontent.com or on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Instagram, where is it to find? Awesome. Perfect. And we'll put all that stuff into the show notes as well. So if you're watching or listening, you'll be able to see all that there. 
But Natalie, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming Thank on you. the show. Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it immensely. Likewise. And thank you all for coming. Really appreciate it. If you're not already, make sure you are subscribed to the show. Hit the subscribe button there. That way you'll be notified of all of the different new and amazing creators and innovators like Natalie. So you won't miss out on anything. Thank you very much for coming and we will see you next time. Take care.